Human family, thank you for tuning in. I'm Keenan White, and I'll be sharing stories, dialogues, and methodologies for leading a conscious, abundant life. To me, luminous is a word that connects us to our vital life force energy and soul essence. Your bioluminosity is a barometer for health, a gauge for abundance, true prosperity, and a luminous way of life. In this podcast, I hope you find a more effortless way of tuning into the wisdom of your body, soul, and spirit. We'll explore the many faces of medicine, creativity, and self-mastery as it evolves and spans into esoteric and ancient wisdom and modern paradigm shifts in consciousness. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Testing, testing. One, two. We're three. talking about sex One, today. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about what was the title again? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Something about being a portal for creativity through <laughs> yeah. sex. <laughs> That's right. Sex being a portal for creativity. So this is what we are discussing today. <laughs> You can see we're really thrilled about this. <laughs> we are. We are. That's late. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Here we are. We're feeling the vibe. So I had sex this morning. It was great. Lucky you. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> did you open a portal to creativity? I believe I did. Mm-hmm. Definitely opened a portal of some kind. Definitely gets me in a good. Um, space for the day it's kind of like meditation at the beginning of my day you know kind of opens me um to deeper relaxation more joy um that's right i remember too like later in the day kyle and i were throwing um shirts at each other we were, we were folding laundry and then we were being really playful and it doesn't happen all the time you know what i mean and nice. i was like i wonder if that had to do with the sex in the morning very well <laughs> <laughs> tends to bring a lot more playfulness into life doesn't it yeah it seems to mm-hmm. yeah and then I was laughing like so much with my friend Lisa on the phone and yeah something to it there's a scene in a midnight midnight in Paris have you seen that I don't know it's a Woody Allen film okay. and Owen Wilson plays the main character and he basically shows up at this one spot every night in Paris and he goes back in time Mm. and he he meets with all these artists and creatives writers uh, Zelda Fitzgerald and Scott Fitzgerald and Ernest Hemingway and um, some other famous painters uh, Salvador Dali is in it yeah and it reminds me of the moment where he's in the car with Ernest Hemingway and he talks about this really intense story about being at war and like his life as a man and the struggles of it and how you know that you can live again when you have sex with a woman, Mm. when you make love Mm. to a woman, you know, you can, it's all going to be all right. Mm -hmm. And there's something about sex that just has that. Sometimes when things get really (laughs) frantic or if you're, you know, like I find myself in a place where I'm, 
Yeah, it's almost like you forget something about mm-hmm. about the quality of life that's just so mm. thrilling and beautiful and amazing and ecstatic and yeah. sex really just brings that's you right that. into that. Right. Oh man, it's so true. It's like we can get so caught up in our minds and this like rigidness of our daily whatevers. And it's like sex just kind of, um, yeah, opens us back up to more flow and joy and ease and funniness and yeah, all the things and creativity. Yeah, I think, in, in a, I mean, as long as they're, yeah, I mean, for men, it's a little bit of a different story, you know, like women can just kind of go. Mm. And then for men, like if we really, if we ejaculate, then like our, our fun is there. over. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or so is it's it? over for I you mean, as for well. For a little bit. <laughs> Energetically, I think, I think, uh-huh. yeah, in a certain sense, yeah. 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 Um, so that, I mean, I think there's a certain level of sexual mastery that's important mm. in, in playing with creativity. I mean, if you're, mm. if you're, if you're, I mean, the Taoists say that if you're a man who's above um, 25, then you you can come once a week to maintain your your ultimate like life force energy. Or... Yeah, your Jing. Your Jing. Your mm-hmm. your life force energy. Yeah. And I think it's not even really that much when you're younger. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. Wow. Once a week, it's... then what happens when you get older? Well, you got to like wonder once a month. Like what is... I mean, that's just, I guess their old philosophy, <laughs> but I think there's something to say about that. Like when you, I mean, cause in some of my experience, I've been able to get to that place where I can, you know, you build up to an orgasm and then you, you just don't release. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, some people say the great time to go to the gym <laughs> and use and pour all that creative energy into yeah. something else. Right. Or write your book right where it's a little different for women maybe you know like have your orgasm and then write your book yeah well I will say that I actually used to do that as a teenager but um it had to do with so if there was a creative project like a sew so I sewed and if there was like a creative project I was working on like a sewing a swimsuit or a dress or something I would like get very turned on and but I would Let's see, how did that go? Yeah, I would sort of like use that energy to finish the project and then I would go ahead and let myself masturbate as a teenager. Um, this is a lot to share. <laughs> but you know what? Here it's just are. like, here we are. It's I, I was very lucky because my mom told me from a young age that, you know, sex, masturbation, these things, exploring your body, that there's nothing wrong or bad with it you know, and I was so blessed to hear that because I went to a Catholic school and all my friends, um, thought it was extremely sinful to, to touch yourself and to explore yourself like that. Um, so I couldn't talk to my friends about it. It was kind of this secret that I had, but, um, yeah, but I know, yeah, that it's luckily I've, I've known that and I've used that creative energy with those projects. So yeah, absolutely. You can, you can definitely, um, you know, kind of, move that energy into something that you want to create rather than just, you know, I mean, it's, it's also, it feels good also just to like, yeah, let it, let it out, I guess, as a guy, right? This is different. uh, Yeah. Different experiences. 
Yeah. It's not to say like never do it. Right. But yeah. I mean, if you're not mindful, then it's like my, uh, <laughs> my old, uh, Thai restaurant owner. I, when I was working and living in Melbourne, Australia, um, and she would refer to, uh, one of the, one of our Chinese coworkers, I was waiting tables at this restaurant. It's a Thai vegan restaurant. Mm. Um, it's actually really funny because they would always eat meat in the back and like eat pork and whatever else and so we would be sometimes eating that and then serving everybody else the vegan food <laughs> it's kind of comical that is funny but she would refer to um one of my coworkers and like how much he has sex with his girlfriend you're gonna get a fever like you know watch yourself and uh, i mean she's just making making fun you know and like joking around but i think there's like something to say about like if you do release all the time, then, I mean, you, it's not the same reality. Um, I know that's mm. true for myself. I mean, and also just, I mean, remembering or realizing that you can still have orgasm without release as a man. Yeah. And to right. be able to play with that is like a whole nother. Yeah. Wild world. Right. Yeah. What yeah. do you know what that does? Like, I mean, I think it? about it as more or less like a, a way to work with the Kundalini energy mm. and that creative mm -hmm. life force energy or the yeah. creative sexual energy is yeah. it's there. And maybe we're, we're playing with ourselves and then, you know, bringing a lot of the, the focus of energy in that area. Mm -hmm. But right when there's that moment of release or orgasm, then you can, I mean, what I do is just play with like really breathing all of the energy all over my body, yeah. like basking in it. And right. so then the orgasm is like a full body yeah. kind of experience. Mm -hmm. And then it's also bringing the energy sort of all over into the field of my body so that I can kind of like work with it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not right. just like gone. Because it, when you ejaculate, it just goes out yeah. right and right it's gone. yeah more or less <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, felt good for a minute but right and then you're kind of sleepy gone. and maybe like a little guilty or like you some shame comes in or whatever <laughs> you're just talking about like most guys like have have that, that could because, happen i mean yeah. it doesn't like that doesn't happen with me like now but like oh sure. in previous times yeah, where i would seriously. play with it in yeah, that way right. yeah, like we're unconscious yeah well and maybe there was other stuff surrounding my my sexuality like given yeah. that shame was showing up at that point but yeah I mean, I think there's an element of like, now it's over. What am I going to do? Right. Yeah. Or like when it's not over, it's kind of like, whoa, that was thrilling. Like what's next. Wow. And sometimes I'll even have ideas come mm. in and times when I know when I've been like, I, I'm not having as much sex right now, but like when I was before, you know, in this past couple of years, it, sometimes we would be getting creative ideas come right through like in the middle of sex and be like, holy shit, I just had this idea. That <laughs> <Come is through. laughs> and I think there's something with that, just that energy. It's mm -hmm. just, in some ways it's just allowing the very vital energy that's animating us. And that's in some ways like keeping us alive and driving us to procreate mm -hmm. instead of procreating, we are just creating. Mm, nice. Well said. Yeah totally to create more um and and yeah i mean it's really it's just like using that life force energy so se sex you know it's like it helps us connect with that life force energy and life force energy is creative it's creative energy 
And so we get to choose how to channel that energy. Yeah. And sometimes it feels like when we're, when we're being creative, there's that idea of the muse, right? Where it's like, like what wants to come through me, you know, like, mm. all right, I'm here. I got my pen and my paper and like, you know, like what do most artists or creatives say when they're, you know, putting together a book? A lot of times, you know, what you end up hearing is, yeah, so it just came to me mm-hmm. and I, and it, it wasn't really me. It was, it was me allowing this thing to come through. Yeah. And I call it the muse. Mm. And what is, whatever is your muse? I mean, there's all kinds of things that can spark creativity, right? But mm. <clears throat> listening to that muse, mm. I think is part of, part of the, the game. Mm. Mm. In, in astrology, I think you could really look at that as Uranus in, in the natal chart too. You could look at in the way that Uranus connects to the sun, you know, because Leo and, and Aquarius and that access you have, Leo is this ultra creative, you know, it's just like pouring creativity out. There's this joy. It's, it's the energy of our joy and our creativity. Mm. And Uranus is sort of like the counterpart to that or Aquarius is, you know, where, you know, it comes from a different place. Like I think about Leo or the sun is like, you know, it's our heart. Like when we're in our heart and we're feeling, then the energy in our body is really like moving and we're connecting to something that's, that we love. Mm. There's something animating us in like a, a, in a more magnetic or expansive way. Yeah. And then Uranus to me is like, it's our nervous system. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like how we're sort of holding the frequency of the, of the electricity or like what's coming through from like maybe another place in the collective field, mm. maybe like the muse. Mm. And so those things uniting, you know, are like, like, well, okay, like I'm in my heart. I'm kind of opening the portal for the lower and higher energies to come in mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe open this channel up so that something something wants to come through me mm-hmm. and i can be a conduit for that and i think sex is i mean it's a beautiful way to do that right because you mm-hmm. just you're moving all of the all of the vital energies and you're opening yourself up yeah as a conduit yeah and then we get to experience orgasm and orgasm energy is obviously this very high vibrational joyful wonderful ecstatic energy that can amplify whatever it is that we're wanting to become magnets for or attract in our life. So have you ever worked with orgasm energy before to manifest? Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) And it's awesome. I mean, that's why we're sitting here together. (laughs) (laughs) You know, who knows how the the mysteries of the universe, but Um, yeah, it's, it's very powerful. Um, there was one, you know, yeah, there, there's been multiple things that I've um, worked with over the years and I've, I've watched them, you know, manifest, you know, some of them are in process and some of them have manifested and like, wow, that was like the orgasm energy. Yeah. Like what <laughs> so it, awesome. do you want to name one in particular or something that I'm going to keep them personal just for, but, but just now sacred space. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. Sacred. But yeah, you and you and Kyle have a sacred space with that. Maybe it was pre. Yeah, I mean, it's been like both, but... like working with my own body and system, and then with when having sex. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've done both. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, there's a whole field of sex magic that has a lot to do with manifestation, Yeah, you know, and getting right into that. I mean, I'm not going to go into like, like at your own risk, I guess, you know, little disclaimer here and and do your own research kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I do know one sort of path in sex magic where at the time, I mean, of course there's a lot of like setting up the sacred space and like being very intentional Mm -hmm. and even calling in, you know, certain energies. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately at that time where there's a, a unified orgasm, when, when you're both mm-hmm. having an orgasm together mm-hmm. and you're building up into that space, then mm-hmm. you're both calling forth like, a, you know, a deep, clear intention around whatever that is mm-hmm. and just going right into the energy, like right. merging, full merging. It's so powerful. Wow. So I mean, it can be taken to any level really. Yeah, I mean, I imagine if you're trying to get pregnant, that would be a really great exercise, right? The ultimate creation. The right? ultimate. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Call them in. You say, maybe your baby. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> you say, maybe your baby. That worked out pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was saying, I was feeling like maybe a baby is the ultimate creation, but maybe not. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. I was thinking the ultimate way to do it, but yes, baby. Yeah. 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 That's so cool. Two people. And then, you know, when like more than one person gathers, right. Where where more than two people gather is um, a super powerful. I mean, I think Jesus might've said that it's like a super potent way to do anything, but I think manifest things as well. So that's why putting two people's orgasm energy together would be extra potent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yes, it feels like important. Maybe we touch on like the the field, the energetic field mm. of creation and, mm. and magnetism and manifestation. Yeah. Just because that's really what what you're doing. I mean, you're just mm. creating a mm-hmm. a greater field. We, I mean, we create through what we feel. So if we're feeling that, you know, and we have this heightened sense of feeling, then then what do we have access to, right? if we're feeling constrictive and we're, we're limited or we don't, you know, the energy is stagnant, it's stuck, it's not moving, then it's hard to open up to, to a larger field of abundance to, mm-hmm. to more possibilities. It's like you imprint the field with these, you know, vibrations. So the more we can imprint our field, the unified field with this high vibrational energy, um, the more that, that we cycle, when we cycle back around, because we, you know, cycle in these, as it's cyclical, um, I'm not sure what the word I'm looking, what word I'm looking for. Oh, it's a spiral. We spiral and, uh, we, we come back around to what we're putting out. So I just imagine like the more we can raise our vibration and feel really good and imprint our field with this, the better and better our life, you know, becomes, um, the more access we have to creativity, all of the, all of the wonderful things. And so it's, you know, when I first learned about law of attraction and positive thinking, I was like very Hitler about it where I'm like, I can't, I can't think any negative thoughts or else something bad's going to happen. So it's, it's not like that. I mean, that's like just putting all this pressure on yourself. You don't need to, but really it's just about like what I'm finding, raising my vibration, um, is, is really about just 
loving myself. I mean, that's like the basis of it all. So loving myself, even through those moments when I don't feel so happy and joyful and blissful. Um, and through that, you know, more compassion, more gentleness. And through that, then we have, then I have access to, um, higher and higher emotions and emotional states. So, um, yeah. So I don't know what yeah. Yeah. Nice. I mean, it, it, it's an interesting conversation because it's like the, the hot thing, like manifesting. Mm-hmm. And it just appears to me that, you know, like when we have a focus on, well, I want to manifest a house or I want to manifest a car or whatever it is, like we might be missing the point a little bit. I, I mean, yeah, that may be something that comes in, but well, at least to me, manifesting is more about creating the, the energetic field mm-hmm. in which you can, you can experience more of your vital energy mm-hmm. and access higher states of consciousness where mm-hmm. there's more possibility to bring in this, these, these musings or like the things that are coming through you mm-hmm. and, and so that you can be more of a conduit so that it's not just you thinking a thought. I mean, yeah. if you think about thoughts themselves, I mean, are any of your thoughts really yours? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Ones are. It depends on if you're producing the thought or if you're receiving the thought. And receiving the thought, I feel, is what you're talking Keenan, talking about, is, is receiving the muse or receiving the inspiration. When you're producing a thought from our ego, our conditioned mind. Things exactly we've been told what I'm taught. referring to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a different, it's a totally different creative energy. Mm-hmm. Totally different, completely mm-hmm. different. And I would know because this is my journey or my story of, you know, manifestation. So like I said, I was very into law of attraction 10 years ago or whenever that was. Um, and so I learned how to manifest through my thoughts and visualizing. So I visualized everything I thought I wanted. <laughs> and then when I got it, I was like, mm okay, what the heck? Like I got the, you know, and I think I might've mentioned this on another podcast, but I got the job at Calvin Klein. I got the wardrobe. I got the uh, part, cool apartment in Soho, all the things that I thought would make me so happy. So why wasn't I happy? Well, it's because they were, what I was told would make me happy. It was like this American dream. It was a, an illusion. And I was, you know, just so concerned with manifesting what I wanted. Well, that's when I surrendered to a higher power or I surrendered to a deeper truth within me. And, and I was, you know, I was like, well, what, what, what am I looking for? Well, finally I realized it was soul fulfillment. And, and that's where we, you know, receive inspiration from our soul. So I was like, please soul guide me because I obviously don't know what I really want. Guide me. And, uh, since doing that, I, yeah, all the fulfillment, you know, all the fulfillment continues to, to, to show up for me. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I think you, you're, your gentle nudge towards visualization is like huge, right? Because I mean, that's really how we work with the power of imagination. Mm -hmm. And that power of imagination is really our creative force that allows us to tap into anything, Mm -hmm. to dream up the thing that it is that we want. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, there's there's times where like, there's some stuff that I manifested when I was really working with that, that it was like unbelievable. Like even just, I mean, yeah, maybe some of mine was maybe a little more, Cause we tend to think on the more the material level, but like, for instance, like I, I really wanted a nice pair of aviator sunglasses. And there was a time where I was biking up this hill and I literally stopped. I was like, were those sunglasses? And I went over to it and it's just like a Ray-Ban super nice pair right on the ground. And I was like, I think these are for me. And 
I mean, typically I'm like, a you know, somebody who probably like leaves something like that. Like if somebody dropped it, like, I don't want to it's so cool take when it. stuff like that happens. Yeah. I mean, they ended up breaking like later down the road. So I think like maybe <laughs> the idea was like, eh, maybe those weren't mine, but it was just such an exciting moment where I was like, here they are. Like, it's the yeah. Very hey, I mean, you know, it could bring joy. It's fine. It's just when we become so attached to thinking that these things will bring us uh, deep fulfillment because they, they're not going to, but it's okay. I feel to play with, right. Like manifestation. Well, it makes me curious about like where, you know, where your, your mind is now mm. in terms of, I mean, what are we all manifesting? Like what, you know, like if we're not manifesting the house and the cars and whatever else, like, what is it all about? Right. That's a great you know? question. And I have some ideas, but like, I mean, yeah. given your journey, like where. It's a great question. For me these days, it's more about the quality of the experience, the moment, the person in front of me. And when that is there, when there is that deep heart connection, when there is myself fulfilling my soul's request, I am like, that is bliss to me. And you know, I know that, you know, Kyle and I are manifesting a house, a ranch, you know, that we can live on and we, we do our little exercises and everything, but these days it's for a larger purpose. And that larger purpose, for instance, for us is to bring community together so that people can come to our ranch and we can work with them with, you know, plant medicines and these um, beautiful cat, big cats and, and dogs um, we want to have yeah, like what kind of wild animals, but not wild, like wolf dogs, for instance, to uh, the whole vision is it, we are completing the vision within our, you know, consciousness. Um, but it's so it's, it has this extra deeper layer of fulfillment that's we woven into the picture. Um, so it's not just like little me wants these things because, you know, X, Y, and Z will make me happy. It's it's just so much deeper than that these days, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, the way I see it is very similar, you know, it's about, to me, it's about the quality of the experience, just how you said it. Mm -hmm. I took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's the journey and like the way that I understand purpose now is that, you know, and this is sort of like what, you know, Zen masters point to as well in learning someone about Zen, not that I spent maybe an extended period of time in, in those lineages, but a little bit. Yeah. And they're pointing you to the back of your own head, mm. you know, and like that it, it isn't like this thing, this like, <laughs> you know, this thing that we think it is like this moment where necessarily, I mean, yeah, it could be mm. where, where we have an epiphany or, epiphany or we, we have an insight into reality or the nature of things. Um, which they call a Satori moment, hmm. but it's, it's more or less just like a, to me, like a simple way of <clears throat> orienting one's awareness to the lived experience, hmm. you know, cause all we really have is this moment. Mm -hmm. And as much as we want to live in the past and we want to live in the future, like this is it, like, here we are, here's the opportunity to right. live in this bliss now. And 
like you mentioned self-love and I feel like, yeah, I mean, it comes back to something so simple, right? I mean, where we, we can offer ourselves really something in our experience in some ways based on how much we have our, our hearts open. Mm. And it, and I think that that's a big part of it is, you know, seeing that like manifestation has a lot to do with that lived experience and quality of consciousness that, that is an open heart, but also aligned to higher purpose Mm. and higher purpose, you know, we could call genius. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to be like the genius we think about, like where we need to necessarily invent something, Mm. but that we're geniuses because we're aligned with higher purpose. Mm. And if we don't have that purpose, like something just is always missing, Yeah, you know? And I think it's hard to, it's hard to feel like anything you create is really going to be that blissful if you don't have a, if you don't have a purpose I agree. and it, and it doesn't necessarily pertain to, to vocation. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. that's, I think like yeah. the insight that I've had around it is like, wow, higher purpose can be me. Like it can be mm-hmm. the being that I'm being mm-hmm. in the quality of whatever that being is mm-hmm. and what it, so what is preventing me from having that now? Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that's the question is like, because it's an inside job, being able to go there right now is everything. And if we can't do that, then then what is the trauma? Then what is the unconscious pattern? Then what's the belief? Mm-hmm. Or what is what is the thing that's in there somewhere that we may be not, we may not be able to see. Totally. Hence why this whole coaching world is really valuable. Mm-hmm. Because we can start to see, you know, with the help of other people, whoa, like mm-hmm. that stuff's in there. And now I can bring it to the surface to be released and learn something from it so that I can deepen my experience into this moment. Mm -hmm. And I think that that the more that we're present with life, that's that, that's that bliss, right? Because it doesn't, then it doesn't matter what shows up. Like the car can be there, the house can be there, like the partner can Mm -hmm. be there, the, the job or the money, whatever it is, no matter what, like we're in that present moment. And it's that quality of experience that we get to bring to it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When we just live for the moment and to be present um, with ourselves and others, like it, it goes beyond the things. It, it's really not about outcomes. It's really about yeah, the journey, being in, being present with what's happening and, and finding joy within whether, you know, you have things or you don't have things or things are going the way you want them to go or wish them to go or they're not. Like the soul is surrendered in the present moment and finds joy just from within, you know? It's, it's just not attached to these outward thing so yeah my manifest manifestation manifestation journey has changed over the years for sure yeah it seems like we've maybe like gone a little bit off the topic of sex (laughs) we did (laughs) but it was good to talk about that because yeah 
I feel like so many people do talk about manifestation and it's just, it changes um, over the course of, I think, a soul's journey for sure. Uh, at least it has for mine. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think sex is amazing for creativity for the reason that in, in that more constant thread of creativity that, that, that I look for in my life where I'm like, just being able to produce more and like get things out and it just feels good. Like that, mm-hmm. like that's the kind of quality that I want to be. in. I want to be in this mm-hmm. high energy of creation, feel like really like in love with my work, with whatever, whatever I'm doing, yeah. feel thrilled by it. And then be able to kind of bounce back into restful states to be able to kind of, you know, enjoy. I mean, you can't just turn the burner on all the time. Um, but, mm-hmm. it, but to me, like sex is a moment where it, it's like, if, if there's too much emphasis, you know, for example, that I've had in my, in my world around work, like, like, I know I want to be in service and I know I want to create, you know, be highly creative. And there's been times where I'm pushing for that in the, in the day-to-day where then, you know, there's, there's not as much of that flow, right. Where we, you know, one of our episodes, we talk about structure and then surrender. And if we don't surrender, then, then it just, it doesn't really, it doesn't flow. Mm-hmm. The creativity does, yeah. the candle can only be burnt so long and it can be burnt down to the end until we kind of, yeah, I mean, until we surrender yeah. a little bit and, and get to kind of restoke the fire or, um, so I think, I think about sex as like this moment of surrender, like there, I mean, in a sexual experience, yeah there's, there's receiving, like, yeah. if you're not receiving, then yeah. you're going to be, yeah. I mean, just giving the whole time but... blocked up and yeah. it's not, it's, there's not a flow and a, and a reciprocity. So it's a surrender to this other person. Yeah. Like that's and, a hell of an experience in. And to orgasm, you have to surrender. Mm-hmm. You have to surrender. So I think, I mean, if we think about that, it's just like, to experience this creative bliss, there is surrender involved. And sex really teaches us about that, right? Because when we receive and we let go and we surrender, like, whoa, what's possible? There's so much bliss that is possible in a sexual experience. And I think the same thing goes for our own creativity. Or sometimes like, like even today I was, you know, I was, I recorded another podcast and then I, worked on a few different things. And I was like reaching this point where I was just like, ah, like I just, I need to rest and lay down or whatever it was. And so I did that for a little bit and I kind of regained a little energy. And then I just surrendered to this, like to my body a little bit more. I was like, I just, my body wants to move. And I just was like, okay, like we're going to do it. And I've been loving this practice of going skateboarding every day and just like cruising around the neighborhood and like enjoying that because it's just, it doesn't really matter. And sometimes I'm just surrendering to the flow and the movement of things. And it, and then it, all of a sudden it's almost like in, in the field of kinetic energy, like moving around all this stuff gets shaken off. And then there's like a new vitality that comes in Yeah. and all of a sudden Absolutely. some ideas start coming back in. Totally. Totally. That's just, my experience too. It's just magic. It's magic. And I went, I just got back into yoga this week and oh my God, it's been such a long time. And wow, it is so much I felt like it opened for me and then I had this reading with a woman um yesterday and she was like are you into yoga I was like yeah I just got back into it and she was like 
Yeah, well, that's where, you know, oh, I was asking her what my brand is because we've been getting clear on our brands and trying to, you know, figure out what, what that looks like. And she's like, it's going to come through in yoga for you. It's like, that makes sense. Like the creative idea will come through in a yoga session. Like that makes sense. We're moving our bodies. We're stretching them in ways that we don't normally and we're getting that flow going. So this creative um, inspiration comes through when we, yeah, kind of, I mean, if we're just sitting in like a corner or at a desk at a computer all day, every day, and just like in one position, how do we, how do we expect new creative ideas to flow into our experience? It's like, we're, it's like the stagnancy, uh, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think that's a real cue when, when you've reached stagnancy, when you, like when your partner comes up to you and you're, you're at work and you turn them away and they're, they're coming on to you. Mm. That's like, <laughs> oh man, you really lost it there. I think. <laughs> I have this great opportunity over here, but I must work more. And, you know, I, yeah, I do feel like it's a thing for, for particularly uh, Western Westerners or Americans to get too, um, yeah, obsessed with our work and our, um, yeah, our work culture. Because come on, we need to be going. Because to it's all about more. the money. I yeah, mean, that's, I think what a lot yeah. of I mean, such an orientation towards that. Yeah, it's like there's not a spa culture really here. Like no, in Germany, really. there's all these amazing spas and just places to relax and enjoy. And and then you know, just we don't have. Yeah, I doubt people are having sex enough. I mean, I just have a feeling. I mean, I am not in people's bedrooms, so I don't know, but. <laughs> I look around and you can kind of tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might be able to to tell whether someone is well fucked as <laughs> you've said that before. <laughs> it's that word, right? I know, I know or... there are people who who are well fucked, but many people are not. Yeah, maybe the underfucked <laughs> like could be struggling with creativity. I mean, I imagine likely. Yeah, I mean, me too. Mm-hmm. It does feel, I mean, yeah, just giving the nature of my last partnership and we were really feeling into that too. Just, I mean, giving each other like massive amounts of permission to just bring all of us to the table in mm-hmm. our sexual experience mm-hmm. and just, mm-hmm. you know, we'd have these really long sex dates where we would meet for like a day and just like be in bed together and nice. like allow ourselves to just have that. And it's like, how many people do that you know like and we were in this neighborhood and we like day. look around and yeah it's like you can kind of see like what people are up to and you know again like i'm not going to make assumptions necessarily like yeah about, yeah you know they're better in life but um yeah i mean but we could probably energy. use a little bit yeah yeah and i think we could probably use a little bit more you know focus on relaxing into life yeah. and relaxing into the moment yeah instead of forcing right work to work or then we yeah. reach some point in our life where we have lots of money but we missed our kids growing up and yeah you know missed the boat on like even understanding who we are yeah totally yeah and this whole like make it make it happen you know it, i mean there's something to taking inspired action that when we receive it sure but making it happen it's sort of like well, what happens before that is opening and opening and become coming into the receptive state so that we can allow that inspiration to come in and to do that you know did I I mention surrender I mean we have to surrender we have to find some time to 
relax, have sex, take a step back from our daily life and just come into this receptivity. It's an energetic shift that we make. And then all of a sudden, yeah, we're open. We can receive that, yeah, creative inspiration or the, the inner guidance that wants to come through. But if we're just running around like chickens with our heads cut off, trying to get all these things done on our to-do list and can't breathe, I mean, think about how open you are in that moment. Mm -hmm. Not not really, you know, survive, you're in survival mode and you're closed off in a way. I mean, you kind of close yourself off from that flow. Totally. And sex is the perfect way to really gauge where you're at with that. Like how much am I really receiving right here? Mm. And how, how, you know, not that it's necessarily about how quick to get in, you know, into a sensation, but there's a, there's a certain gauge there of like how quick your body drops into like the surrender into that, right. Mm -hmm. Where you're like, and then if, if it takes a little while and you're kind of, there's a little bit of frigidity or like coldness, then it might be a cue of like, Hey, I could use a little bit more of this mm -hmm. on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. I've been working with an Incan shaman a little bit about, you know, working with more of the 5d energy and the space of the timeless and your creativity and one of the things that she says over and over again and i've been really feeling and contemplating into this is just the idea that to the degree that we receive is, is the degree that we're manifesting hmm. and I, I really feel like there's such a truth there and it goes right into this conversation about sex right mm -hmm. so some interesting correlations being drawn here about this state of receptivity where we can allow life to happen for us a little bit more than forcing it. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's like JP Sears. I think I mentioned this to you. Like he, yeah, I think uh, Kyle Cease was interviewing him and I watched one of them, their conversations. And he's like, yeah, so tell, tell me about your creativity. Because he puts out tons of content and videos and everything. And he's like, let me just tell you that when I go take a shit, I don't bring my phone. And I think there's, I mean, it's Some kind of a funny do. way to like explain how you're creative, but like, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, basically it's essentially saying it's more about the blank canvas than it is about filling it in with any thoughts or ideas. Mm -hmm. And sex has, has that as well. You know, it's, there's a, we, we kind of have to surrender like our ego and our structures and the yeah. day and the work and all the things mm -hmm. that are there. And that's why, I mean, the, Sex, sex is amazing for that reason there's such an alchemy in that space because you're not you, you're not just having sex you're 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 alchemizing all the things that you may be attached to and holding on to the non-essentials that may get in the way from just literally living your natural state of bliss mm -hmm. absolutely it's like our ego we try to paint a picture on top of what's divinely destined for us as a soul being. And when we can remove our ego's need to like say, this is what I want, this is what I want and coloring on top of it. And we just surrender that our destiny becomes clear and clear and emerges in our reality on our behalf because we are giving this space for it to. And it's kind of, I don't know. Some people might be like, that's scary or that's what, I mean, it can be yeah, hard to let go. And maybe we're afraid that nothing will emerge or if, if I don't make it happen, it, nothing will happen. If I don't, 
know what I want, then I'm going to get something I don't, you know, don't want, but it's just not my experience, you know, and as we talk about um, our manifestation um, processes evolving, like this is my new realizations. Um, And I, what I realized too, is like, as we open our hearts and we expand our consciousness, everything that we truly want is all here. And as we open our consciousness, then we're automatically aligning to what we truly want. So (laughs) chills on that. (laughs) So we don't actually need to know from our little me mind, like, I know this is, I want a boat and a car and it's just, we already know our soul knows what we want. So when we just open to that and open our hearts and say, Hey, I choose my, you know, most amazing new earth reality. And when I wake up, you know, my soul knows what I want. That's what I choose. That works just as well. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot less worrying about well, what I need to know exactly what it is. Cause, and you can, you can play with it so many ways, you know, there's all the ways to create. Um, but, but that one for me has been a little bit more like ease filled and like, okay, take the pressure off. You don't have to visualize every little thing that you want to happen. I used to think that you did. <laughs> oh my God, it's kind of exhausting <laughs> and <Yeah>. pressure filled. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. Yeah. I think it, it's really the opposite. Like you're saying, you know, and it does take a little bit, I think, to like work through that like oh, to yeah. kind of just, I mean, there's so many things about manifestation in our world, but yeah, yeah I think it's much simpler you know, prosperity is simple. Mm. Abundance is simple. It's already all there. Mm. And it's that radiant, you know, like wellspring of energy that's just waiting for us to to literally just attune to, Mm. to place our awareness into. Um, And yeah, I mean, it really does feel like whether it's a blank canvas or it's a quiet moment or maybe it's you know fresh white sheets and your partner naked and you <laughs> eight hours a time in the day <laughs> either way there's you know like we're still invited into a place where we get to decide like how we're creating how like what we're bringing to that experience and it feels like to me like the the real bliss in any of those experiences is in the uncertainty Mm. it's like not needing to know Mm. like that's the beauty is like wow like i think that's why Mm those canvases so to speak like are so appealing or like why we're so drawn back in this creative space because that's when we're in some ways we get to bring all of our experience it's like a dance floor like do you bring your notes to the dance floor not really yeah you just kind of move and there's that just kind of sense of like here i am and whatever's been has been I'm not changing anything now. I can either enjoy this or or not. And letting go into, mm-hmm. I think what you're saying is like, it's brilliant because it does feel like that, that kind of next level of seeing how manifestation works in the sense that, yeah, I mean, you, it's, it's happening. It's all of our desires are there. I think that's just the, that's such a big one, right? Mm -hmm. 
Cause it's like, well, what do I want? I don't know. What is my purpose? I mean, I don't even know what I want or who I am or whatever. And it's like, ironically, the less that we seek for those answers and try to figure them out, the, the more they reveal themselves. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting paradox. Mm. I've had a lot of learning around that myself too, like wanting to know well, what is my purpose, what you know, I'm like, what yeah. is the thing that I, and it's like the moments where I've just chosen to go skateboarding or just <laughs> forget completely forgotten about it, that, yeah. that then it's sort of up to some other power totally operating totally yeah it's just like that reader the other day who was like yeah your brand's going to come to you in a in a yoga session and i don't know when that will be that could be years from now which drives me nuts because i would like to just know like i would like to just take the whiteboard out and be like okay keenan let's create my brand but here i'm being told it's going to come just be patient and these things come in the timing that is perfect for us so again, if we can let go of control and trust this process and work in collaboration with our soul and eventually as our soul expression, it's just a much more joyful experience. Yeah, I think you're pointing, I mean, yoga and sex are like in some ways the same thing to me. Like, I mean, it's, there's a unity, you're, you're unifying, you know, different, different kind of union maybe, mm-hmm. but not, maybe not so much. Mm-hmm. But either way, you're 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 unifying your mind, body, your heart, and yeah, spirit. harmonizing and unifying, right? Yeah. And in that act, mm-hmm. magic happens, and that's that's yeah. creativity. Totally. So it'd be fun. It'd be fun to see when that one arrives for you. Yeah, I'm sure it'll, it'll I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> Maybe more surrendering and receiving needed. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah, totally. And meanwhile, just enjoying this, this moment, you know, and all it has to offer. Everything is here. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful moment. Yes, there's things to look forward to, but present moment. It's amazing. <laughs> Feels good. Yeah, agreed. Cool. Okay.